0: What is going on? Oh my God, Talofa, what's up? It's me, your girl, Miss Lulu. Welcome to Everyone Loves Lulu. I know it's another episode and it's actually my birthday. I'm so excited that I get to spend my birthday with one. He's kind of a big deal, y'all. Like a really big deal. And I can't believe he was actually available to do this with me today. Can I get a big what-what to my boy, Brandon, Manu Maleuna? Uh, did I say that right? Manu Maleuna? You did, actually. You, <laughs> I had said to, like, break it up. I <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, brother?
1: Uh, Nothing much. Just, uh, you know, I, I just became head coach at our High School. Yes, you Atlanta. did. And then, like, a couple weeks ago, I didn't think we were going to even be playing. Then the governor gave us the okay, so you've just been kind of like flying
0: by the seat of your pants like as a coach and also an educator now um everything changes pretty much by oh, the yeah. second
1: by the second you know it's always new protocols new uh things we have to go through we, you know sometimes you got to wear a mask sometimes when your helmet's on you could take it off testing and all these things so it's a new uh it's a new realm that I'm having to learn previous from other coaching experiences but you know, just take it all in stride.
0: Well, and I know you have so much going on, so this means the world to me that you made some time to actually stop by. Oh, actually, no. you were like running through right now, <laughs> um, from practice. Yeah,
1: I just got here from practice. It was a we had a good. You one. weren't too hard on them, were you? A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. You know, you gotta gotta let them know. You know, kids think everything's just given or it's easy. I was like, nah, don't work that way.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like even more so in this generation as well. It's, like, yeah. a lot of the entitlement and I...
1: Well, I, I think, you know, the biggest thing for kids now is, you know, they have social media, they have the cell phones, Too uh, much internet, information. So they see things that normally we wouldn't have seen when we were kids, so, you know, Seeing a, a kid driving around in a six figure car is like, oh, that's normal.
0: Right. Whereas You're like, us, where's mine? You
1: know, we would see it on the freeway and then be like, oh my God. And then, like,
0: I didn't even know one of those existed. Yeah, you know, we'll see
1: it every few, every time we drive up to Beverly Hills, West of LA, or and then you'll see it, and then you come back home and be like, oh.
0: Yeah, like, oh, I guess I don't have it that good. <laughs> Okay, well, before we get into that, I kind of want to start from the beginning. Okay. Okay, and, and let's take everyone through your journey. So, where are you from originally?
1: Um, I was born in Inglewood. Um, my, okay, we'll go back. We'll go to the conception. Okay. <laughs> nah, so, my mom. My mom's from Oakland, California. Uh, my father was born in Hawaii, then they moved to Carson. Okay. Uh, my father's Samoan. My mother's African American. They both went to UCLA. Uh, met each other.
0: That's how they met. That's
1: how they met at UCLA. Aww. Uh, they have an older sister, then they had me. Then, um, you know, things didn't work out, so my mom stayed in LA. Okay, um, where I was born in Inglewood. Um, pretty much grew up in Carson, uh, parts some parts of LA. Then we kind of came back to South Bay. Then we go back to LA, but uh, then I we stayed in Carson, the South Bay area.
0: Okay, and and that's how you know, like people, crazy people, like Joe yeah. Savage. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, so group. Yeah, they used to they used to bully me at church. All the time. Oh, my, yeah. at church. Yeah, at church. Oh
0: my, the disrespect.
1: I know. Like <laughs> you're <laughs> like,
0: Amen. <laughs> hey, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, but uh, so did that, and then uh, yeah, I've just been here, kind of, just following my whatever path came, and trying to make the best of it.
0: Well, how did you get into football? I mean, I feel like you from from what I've read, from, you know, getting to know you as well, and everybody around uh, mm-hmm. you that grew up with you, football has always been a part of your life.
1: Yeah, so my dad played in the NFL. Uh, well, he's a, he's a very good athlete. He played Banning High School in uh, Carson area, uh, went to UCLA, got hurt, then uh, went to a junior college for a year. Then he went to San Jose State. Wow. Got drafted, and then uh, – he played in for the Chiefs, um, I'm not sure, five, six years. Then he played when they had the USFL, which was like the XFL now. Then he uh, played there for a few years, and then he ended up just retiring. Okay. So, you know, knowing that my dad was a professional athlete, it was always something that, you know, you that just That was kinda, in your blood and you saw all the yeah, time. Yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So, I mean, when I was little, I was playing flag football from – or just sports in general from four all the way until – You know, my back started hurting. I guess. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say, so four years old is when you started. Yeah, four. Flag football, uh, T ball. Yeah, because, okay, I I don't know if a lot of people know, but you also lettered, I mean, I'm kind of fast forwarding going back and forth, but you lettered in um, track as well Mm -hmm. and basketball. Yeah. Right? I okay. was uh,
1: I ran track. Triple I Triple threat track.
0: over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, no, I know. It's like the, that's my black side. I ran the track, so I actually had a little speed on me. I'm, you know. Okay. I wish I don't know where those old videos are, but you know, I'm a are <laughs> like them. I could
0: prove it. I could prove
1: it. <laughs> I got a so what was that your event?
0: What was your event in track?
1: Uh, I ran, so I ran the 400, the 200, and then when my coach, uh, he used to always make me run the mile. So I ran a mile. I hated it. And then. Um,
0: Holy cow. First of all, I mean, for for us Polynesians, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to be more explosive. Yeah. So the 100, you know, kind of yeah. makes sense for us. But like you said, your black side probably gave you a little <laughs> bit more of the stamina <laughs> because hardly, I don't know any Polynesians that do the 400. Well, like you, maybe the 200. Yeah. But the 400, well, that's, that's the thing. A lot of that's the. A lot. Um,
1: and the, you know, I, I feel like it's just a, a, a cultural thing. Like I, the Polynesians are great athletes, but they don't—they don't. We don't, just, they don't, um, we don't just, apply ourselves. No, nah, it's not that. It's or just no it's resources. Just track, isn't, track isn't just isn't a big sport to them. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like you know, because it kind of falls the same time as rugby or, um, or you know, other now sports. The other sports, and you know, now it's kind of seven on seven. Especially other team
0: sports, because I feel like a lot of us don't really do individual sports. Mm -hmm. Um, We tend to be more of a team sport type of community because that's where I think the accolades are. That's what we are exposed to a lot of the time.
1: Our cultures, we're just kind of family oriented, which is, you know, kind of pretty much equals a a team.
0: Yes. That makes sense because it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, me coming from American Samoa, when I was in the Olympics... It's not a big deal, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So the Olympics are like, oh, that's a that's an event every four years. Cool, you know.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny. So, I, you know, I, when I was playing, I was uh I always worked out with, on the off season with track coach, you know, real we're a good friend of mine. So, I, uh, if you're if you're uh, like I'm Samoan, so I could run for Samoa even though I was born in America. Yeah. So, in 2000, I was already retired. So it was like 2000. Twelve or whenever the Olympics were at that time. Okay. I tried to run for Samoa. Did you? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I actually one of the times the hundred meter times I could have qualified for, but the guy I forgot his name. I got. I'll find out. I will remember it, but uh, basically it was like, you know, we want to give other people who weren't didn't like did basically didn't have a name. Right. To, not, not like that. But you right. Know what but I'm yes, but but like that. So it's they wanted they wanted more amateur people to do. Mm-hmm. It. So they they kind of just told me no. <laughs>
0: You're like, um, you're overqualified. So, don't. <laughs>
1: no, I really wasn't. And I knew I wasn't going to win. Like, I probably would have got last place. But, if, you know, it was a free trip, hang out in the Olympics.
0: Come on, it's the Olympics. It's yeah. a once in a lifetime for a lot of people opportunity. Not even an opportunity for most yeah, people. Yeah, it was just, you know, I was so.
1: just want to just. You know,
0: And it just helps that you're a natural athlete, so that helps <laughs> out, too. You have a little bit of experience. But, yeah, I, you know. I, actually,
1: I actually made the time to co- qualify for uh, American Samoa. That's yeah. great. Like I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Actually, that's not bad.
1: No. Nah, I mean, I would have got, like, Dead last, you know, in a real in the Olympic race, but...
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you're still number you know. one in our hearts, so uh, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, so, but you went to Narbonne High School? Correct. Okay, so how did that come about?
1: Um, what's funny is, so at the time, <clears throat> my dad was coaching high school football, and he coached at Banning. He went there. So I always used to go to all the Banning games. I'd be on the sideline running around, you know, and then I, it came to me going to 10th uh, grade. Mm-hmm. Cause back then it was tenth, 12th, and my mom was like, my sister went to Narbonne, and my mom was like, uh, you're going to Narbonne. I'm like, why? My, my dad coaches here, right? and it's literally like not even five minutes away from each other, and she just she said, she, no, no. So, and
0: that's really how you went to Narbonne instead of Vanny,
1: because my sister went there.
0: <laughs> was your dad a little disappointed?
1: Uh, he, I, he probably was. He I didn't he didn't really say anything, and yeah. I didn't really get into it, but I I could imagine. Cause I'm I would have been upset with my son, you know.
0: Right, but... especially if you were coaching at yeah, the school. Yeah, uh, really.
1: So I'm like, you know, he's
0: <laughs> like, that's a that's an easy recruit that I couldn't get. Yeah, oh, not. that's really right. And what's rough. funny
1: is they would do like back then they had like the seven on seven passing tournaments. So we'd have the Watts Summer Games. Um, the uh, they would do passing leagues at El Camino College, mm-hmm. and I I would do it with Banning when I was in ninth grade. Like, I'd go up there after junior high, and I'd go do all the stuff and everything. And then 10th grade, my mom like, nope. And then you like,
0: ha, psych. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know all your plays. Now I'm going over to the other yeah. side. So
1: we went over there, and then it, it worked out, though. I mean, I'm, I'm And see, not and I didn't
0: grow up here, so I don't... Is that a rivalry school, Larvon uh, and Banning, or...?
1: They're in the same league. Oh, okay, I wouldn't okay. call it a rival rivalry because Banning kind of pretty much dominated. Oh, I but, see. But, uh, like, of late, it's been kind of a rivalry. Okay. Um, but... You know, it's we be. I didn't, we didn't lose the banning when I was there, so it was cool.
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> that oh, right that then, must man. have gone really well during the holidays. You know, at the <laughs> dinner table. So, how was your experience at Narbon?
1: Uh, it was cool. I mean, it was high school. Yeah, I don't really like school. So,
0: <laughs> but also though, I mean, when you came back, like I said, we're jumping back and forth. But mm-hmm. you have been. I mean, you really helped out at your old high school. Yeah, when when you.
1: Yeah, so I I had Came got back. I got cut from the Bears, and then I uh, actually tried out for a couple teams, the Jets, 49ers, uh, Forty te- Niners, <laughs> and then um, once they didn't sign me, I was just kind of over it, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna go coach. So I really didn't have a direction I was going. So uh, I called up the head but coach. But you,
0: you knew that you still wanted to be in football. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I or I guess it was just more of a I wasn't really to let go of it kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I. Uh, Called the coach there at the time, and I just asked, like, "Hey, can I come help out?"
0: Yeah.
1: And then I never left. I was I was there for ten years. Wow. Yeah, ten years went by, and then um, you know, uh, things kind of we all got fired from Narbonne, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> dang, <laughs>
0: none of you're always special. <laughs> like, no, we got fired. <laughs>
1: yeah, we got fired from. I guess it was for winning too much. I oh guess. Yeah, yeah, that
0: that happens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: um, yeah, I ended up. The opportunity uh, came up with losing. I applied and it was, uh, it's worked out.
0: And so far, how long have you been at losing or now? It's your first year, right? Yeah,
1: I got I got hired in December. Um, when the world ended. When the world you know? ended, <laughs> and now the world's open, and now I'm coaching in March. So. That
0: is that is pretty brilliant. Yeah, so. Um. Let's talk. I mean, you brought up uh, we brought up the world ending. So mm-hmm. how has it been with the pandemic? Just mm-hmm. life. I know that you're a dad. You mm. know, and just when it happened, what were your feelings? How did it affect you?
1: Um, <clears throat> I mean, the biggest thing, you know, obviously was people losing their lives. It was kind of, you know, it, obviously that's never good. And then uh, just the way it was happening, because, you know, it was, it was like, right, this person got sick and then was dead, you know, a couple of days later, a week right. later. And, I, you know, I had some friends I personally knew that it happened to.
0: I'm so sorry.
1: So it was uh, it was just kind of a... A shock but at the same time you're kind of worried yourself because you don't know the seriousness of it and then you, you start know, to
0: think about everybody you come in contact exactly. with you know
1: and then you know I, it, I
0: was looking <laughs> at my kids all crazy too and they're only four and three I'm like
1: I <laughs> know uh, exactly and then and then you know it's kind of a the whole thing with the politics was getting involved and you know everybody's anti-Trump or this and that
0: but then what happens is we're now all Cornhold, right and we're yeah. stuck in the house and and you're gleaning onto any type of information exactly. so then you're starting to make up shit in your head <laughs> but then on top of it i think the other scary part and i i don't know if you relate but you know losing close mm-hmm. friends and family to you um for me it was how lopsided it was for us minorities oh yeah um how much it affected us personally yeah. and especially Pacific islanders like yeah. we are the number one yeah. affected which is crazy because we're the smallest per capita right and yet we were the ones that kind of we are the ones along with african Americans yep. and and um other things yeah
1: too. well you know it, it like I said the from just what I've read and seen that it affected pre or it affected people with precondition or yeah pre-existing conditions. Pre-existing mm-hmm. conditions. So and we have quite a bit <laughs> yeah you know hypertension is big in the minority community diabetes uh, diabetes all those things so you know it's kind of a
0: and it'll attack us
1: yeah it's just one of those things where like we aren't taking care of ourselves on one end and now this is really like multiplying what we're doing wrong times a hundred you know yeah so i mean hopefully the people that like, we've all made it through a lot of us have made it through hopefully it's a wake-up call to uh just our health in general yeah you know, it's kind of helped me. I, I, like, I've been in the house pretty much. And it was actually a blessing in disguise for me, personally. Because, you know, I, I like to run the streets. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of my, my favorite places closed down. And I was like, you know what? Actually being at home and, you know. Like, I,
0: I should I, just sit the hell down. <laughs> I, know, I, I stopped drinking, I
1: stopped drinking, the, uh, stopped drinking. you wow. know, just a lot of stuff. So it's actually been good for me uh, health-wise as well. And just kind of mentally just... Kind of getting kind myself, kind of getting
0: back to center, and
1: yeah, like just actually sitting down and having to really think about, you know, issues that you may have with yourself or just in your, you know, personal life, and it just.
0: And at the end of it, do you still like you? Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'd be a little worried, you know. I mean, nah, you're here, nah, so that's a was, good sign. <laughs> no, nah, you know,
1: I, I'm always gonna love me. It's just I was like, eh, I wish my time machine was working. I can go <laughs> back and <laughs> change a few things. Change but, a few things. You know, right. it is what it is.
0: Okay, well now let's go back to your career. After high school, you went to Arizona. Correct. Okay. I got did a college schol-
1: there? I got a scholarship to Arizona. um Had a great time there. Okay. um
0: had a great time. I mean, Eda MC time. was out there with you oh, too, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah, haven't heard quite a few things. We <laughs> won't put it out there. I'm sure everybody knows already. No.
1: <laughs> no, you know the funny thing is. So I was. I took my five trips. I took my trips to uh, USC, uh, Colorado, BYU. My sister went to BYU okay. at the time. Arizona, Arizona State. So I, I had a blast at Arizona State. Mm-hmm. I had a, on my trip, our recruit trip. I had a blast at Colorado. I had a blast at USC. <laughs> Sounds BYU. like there's a theme going on. Yeah, BYU is just BYU. BYU, right? Yeah, we're partying in the barn and whatever. <laughs> um, and then Arizona. So, Arizona trip, I went out there. It was during Christmas break. So, you know, nobody's on campus. Right. So I'm like, it's kind of boring here. And you know, Tucson's not a big city. Mm-hmm. It's kind of boring, a little slow. Um, but I'm thinking, like, hey,
0: it's probably what I need,
1: yeah. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, maybe this is because the best you don't way. like
0: school to begin with, yeah. And I'm like, like I don't need
1: to be in LA, uh, I don't need to be in Colorado because it was wild out there. And yeah. then Arizona State was Phoenix, is kind of basically, yeah, LA. It's, it's a big city, right? So I and chose, and then
0: but BYU, mm, I mean, cow tipping just wasn't your thing, huh? nah, nah,
1: <laughs> I it's too many rules, I, and so I, uh. I went to Arizona, and it ended up being a good choice, and it actually was a lot of fun. It's just, you know, from my reasoning, I was, I was, I was thinking in the right direction.
0: Right, but, but then it's college it anyway, backfired. right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I was like, so nine kids later, no, right? No. <laughs> exactly.
0: But you, you uh, majored in poli sci, political science. Yeah. How was that? I mean, what made you kind of go that route? Were you? Um, was it kind of dropped on you?
1: No, nah, so I always, I like like. Politics, so I always wanted to, like, I thought I was going to be Obama before Obama.
0: Yeah, he kind you know, of stole your thunder, stole huh? Stole it all.
1: Um, so, you know, I was really into politics, and then, like, I used to, like, law shows, so I would always, like, oh, so everybody would be like, well, oh, you need a poli-sci degree to be a lawyer. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool, so I can do either or.
0: Nice.
1: And then I didn't do either, but... <laughs> <laughs> I guess hey, I can I think, if I want to, but... But
0: you still probably use those skills in trying to argue your way with these kids oh, all the yeah. time as a no, coach. It doesn't, work. It doesn't <laughs> work. You're like, there is no argument. It's nah. my way or the highway, yeah, period. Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I did that and then I, I just kind of have it, but, you know, was, I was always in the, You know, I, I always kind of thought, like, maybe I still get into politics because I'm starting to realize, you know, and no knock against Trump, I, I don't have nothing personally against him, but...
0: Just the um, longevity, like
1: if well, he can do it. Well, I was like, if it, he could do it, <laughs> hey, I was like, I can't be any worse than Sarah Palin, you know? Right? What I mean? Not right. like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: he's like, I got a chance, like a real fighting chance. Yeah. Was,
1: <laughs> smile, say a few nice things. Oh and, you my know, gosh! How, I mean,
0: and and I mean, you can always run. What, what's his name? The Tiger guy that everybody. Oh, run, like. uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ran for president yeah, at one point. That exactly. Obvious.
1: So I could do that, and, you know, and. <laughs> It seems to be like the people with the most the most uh, skeletons in the closet. Always, <laughs> I'm like, I'm perfect. Like,
0: <laughs> we just put it all out there, yeah, so might as well.
1: I, I'm just like you guys. <laughs> vote for me. So.
0: Yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy four years. And now, you know, with the new administration. And, okay, that's cool that you're into politics. Yeah. Maybe you can school some of us. And how does that um, pertain to you as a Pacific Islander, as a Polynesian? Have you kind of gotten any feedback like politically, we, you know, cause a lot of us, we are kind of was like, when I talked to my mom or my dad in Samoa, mm. I feel like they are stuck on the news all the time more yeah. than we are. And my mom, <laughs> my mom was constantly like, did you go vote? You know, the people that don't, can't vote. And, and what has your experience been with the Polynesian community when huh? it comes to politics?
1: Um, the biggest thing that I've always, and obviously I'm uh, black and small, mm-hmm. but um, the biggest thing I've always tried to, um, well, just uh, this is recently too. I feel like it was a, um, they were kind of, uh, how do I put this without getting yelled at on Facebook? <laughs> 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 like oh, it don't was worry, just, we get that every week. It was like a, uh, I felt like they were, a lot of the Polynesians, and you know, a lot of Polynesians support Trump, which is cool. But I feel like they were.
0: Isn't that surprising, though, a little bit?
1: um, It
0: is and it isn't?
1: I think it's generational, right? So the older
0: generation, I feel like, really backed
1: Trump. Yeah, one aspect it is, but one it isn't. Because I feel like Polynesians, for the most part, are are hardworking people. Yes. You know, you're kind of one of those groups where they go out there and, you know, you get what you earn, type Mm -hmm. thing. So in one aspect, I could see how a lot of them kind of lean towards Trump in that aspect. But in the other aspect, when you're talking about society and how they view people.
0: Yeah, and people of color.
1: Exactly. As someone who's been viewed as a Samoan or viewed as an African-American, um, a lot of people, they you're viewed the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? So I always felt like we're, we're, they're trying so hard to separate themselves from one group when Those outside
0: were we're more similar than we think.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it it was like one of those things. Like I don't understand why they try to distance themselves from African Americans when, as someone who's both and who's been viewed or stereotyped or all these things, they look at us as the same. Yeah. You know, they look at me and say, "Oh, he's African American," and then they they find out that you're then they see my last name and they're like, "Oh, he's Samoan, but the the treatment is still the same. Right. So that's why. So I is was
0: that a... some of the challenges you faced growing up?
1: Um, nah,
0: Did you really I... experience anything? Yeah,
1: I mean, just just uh, culturally, like was some like I don't speak Samoan. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so and... you got shunned from your Samoan side, maybe sometimes.
1: Nah, I, I didn't get shunned. They just talked about me. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm not. I get. I'm pretty. I have thick skin, so uh-huh. it doesn't bother me. But I would get talked about, like, oh, he doesn't. He don't think he's Samoan, and this and that.
0: Well, what about your black side?
1: Um, I mean, they're cool. <laughs> but you know, they are really
0: trying not to get yelled on Facebook, huh? But nah, the,
1: that's the thing, like you know, most black people they're accepting of all yes. races, you know. What I mean, especially minority races. So they don't. I didn't think they really cared. Yeah. Plus, you got to remember, when African Americans came here, they don't really have a quote-unquote culture mm-hmm. per se. So there's no language of African American. There's no culture of a history of African American from a country. Right. So they're
0: American. They're American. Right.
1: So it's just kinda like, oh he speaks English. He's yeah. Looks like me. He's just a little lighter or whatever. So yeah.
0: with yeah. your light eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just the lighting in here. You know?
0: <laughs> okay. Well, um after Arizona, when did you get drafted? And it was to the St. Louis Rams St. Louis when Man. they were in St. Louis.
1: Um so I went through the process. I actually I'd left school, so I didn't finish school right when I was there. I had left school because um, I was—I kind of did well at the combine. I thought I did, mm-hmm. so I just—I was like, I don't want to go back to school. Yeah, so I'm ready. The draft was in April, and I left school like in March. And
0: I'm just... sorry, was that always the goal—to make it to the next level, to go to the NFL?
1: Um, no, you know, it wasn't a goal. It was a, more of a um... the next step. Yeah, just kind of what came, but it wasn't a goal until like. My my freshman and sophomore year, I didn't really have it as a goal. I was just trying to survive per se, and mm-hmm. you know, contribute to my team and college team. And then my junior year, they started having you know you see the uh, little magazine clippings and stuff like that. And then there's people were talking about me. And then they have like the um, like pro draft daily and all these magazines. And my name was in there, and people were like, "Oh, did you- they
0: spell it right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, they better." <laughs> <laughs>
1: So my name was in it, and I was like, oh, they people are, like, really noticing me. And then I kind of started taking it serious, and then, um, you know, it worked out.
0: And your position, though, at Arizona, mm-hmm. you were defense? Tight end. Oh, tight end. Okay.
1: Yeah. I played I played defense as a freshman.
0: In, in, in college? In college. Okay. And then, I remember um, you played defense. But in high school, though, you were mainly both. a defense. Okay. Oh, I played
1: both. And then I played defense my freshman year, and then i Pretty much was full time tight end the next three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it worked out. I, I, I went there, got drafted by the Rams, fourth round. Um, I yeah.
0: know it was really cool because I found like information about you know what you signed with, like
1: how much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm still, like dang, I'm on, I'm on I got right your now. net worth <laughs> over here. Is like, nah, I'm, I I'm, think the government, you know, nah, might nah, need nah. a loan from you. No,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm paying child support right now, so I, <laughs> we, can't, uh, we can't. We
0: can't. We go right, right. They're gonna be playing
1: this interview in court. Like, see you around. <laughs> like
0: she actually said, <laughs> I, I did
1: never said that.
0: <laughs> it's Like that's a little more zeros than yeah. I admitted to. Okay, so you were in um, St. Louis for a long time. Okay, that's a cultural shock uh, yeah. to go from the heat, you know, to yeah. St. Louis.
1: It was, uh, well, what helped, number one, we played in the Dome. So it was always
0: okay. S- nice, 70
1: degrees inside. But uh,
0: what is in St. Louis? Is there anything?
1: It's um, Nelly. At the time, <laughs> it was Nelly. You know, so I'm, it's a funny part, though. So I'm coming out of college. Uh, you you know, remember the movie Any Given Sunday? Yeah,
0: of course. So I'm
1: like, oh, man, the is going to be great. I'm like, then, Willie Beeman, right? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, okay, this is going to be great. And then, then Nelly came out, and I am kind of see some of the videos, and I'm like, oh, St. Oh. Louis is, you know. And then it's I get drafted from there. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be. Then I got out there. I'm like, damn.
0: <laughs> Fake news. It's they nothing. trapped you.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. And then it's like, you know, out there, it's, it's kind of really segregated, so it's kind of like, you know, here, it's kind of a melting pot in L.A. Where right. it's there, it's like one race lives in this area, another race lives here. So oh. it's kind of, it's real segregated. So dealing with that, and then. Um, but you, being
0: a, an, an athlete and being part of the Rams, how, did
1: oh, you no, feel they, the segregation? No. Nah. Okay, okay. They didn't, you know, they treat us like, you know, they treat us well. Okay. So I, I, I wasn't, it was never that issue there, but uh, it was just the nightlife there is not.
0: Non-existent. Mm, <laughs> you guys pretty much had to create your nightlife.
1: Nah, it's a nightlife. It's just they got a nightlife where, like, hey, I might die here. <laughs> or then they got the, hey, the nightlife where it's, like, uh, <laughs> I like I get calling friends, like, hey, you want to fly in? To hang <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not nothing there, like, where you could just be like, oh, I'm in St. Louis. Let me go find something to do. Yeah, so kind of
0: like, chill. Nah. So did you even go out very much? Oh yeah, I went oh. Out. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why right. I mean, shoot, I shoot, <laughs> you kind of find yourself in all groups.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make it happen somehow. So I went out. I mean, my two kids are in there, so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they... you yeah. definitely didn't stay in the house yeah, all the time. Man. At least yeah. not by yourself. <laughs> exactly. So
1: yeah, I had a great time, and, and you know,
0: and you were there for a while.
1: Yeah, six, was... six years. Yeah.
0: Six years, and you did pretty good out there. I mean, like...
1: yeah, we uh, we had a good team which was always fun, winning. Um, right. I got a chance to play in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We lost to Tom Brady.
0: Yep. Uh, everybody has. I, <laughs> I don't even feel any bad anymore.
1: Tom Brady's like to that point now where I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to start cheering for him.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like that's the consensus yeah. now. Everybody is cheering for him. I've always been a fan of Tom Brady. I mean, not to take the limelight <laughs> away from you, but hey, Tom, you listen to this. <laughs> Brandon lost to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so
1: like... You know, I, the Patriots, and they have all this stuff about the the deflate game. Uh, the yeah, football, yeah. But all you still stuff. have
0: to show up and play.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, but so, like, I was anti-Patriots and everything. And then he, I, I didn't think he would win this. You know, I thought Patrick Mahomes was, you know, he's the next one up. Yes. And he won. And I just, Especially I was sitting at home. Yeah, I was sitting at home like, you know what? I'm not going to.
0: You can't hate him yeah, anymore. I, I
1: just, Tom Brady's a man, and I'm going to cheer for him until he's done. <laughs> and Which it. is,
0: you don't even know anymore. Yeah. This guy is unreal does that make you feel some kind of way though on top of i mean obviously he's more protected being a quarterback Mm -hmm. but the longevity of his career is kind of an anomaly and well you know
1: it's it's kind of a well since they have changed the rules like those positions especially the quarterback position
0: you can't uh, even breathe on them without getting a penalty
1: drew Brees just retired he was 20 years Uh, he was actually we were actually in the same draft class um
0: I love him. One of the greats, oh, for yeah. sure.
1: Tom Brady's, what, 22 years, maybe? Yes. Philip Rivers just retired. He was like 17 years. I'm like... going to
0: miss that bolo tie. It? <laughs> <laughs> but you actually, okay, I want to get to that. Because okay. you played for, uh, you played with Philip Rivers. Rivers yeah. So after the, after the, um, the Rams, mm-hmm. you went to the Chargers.
1: Yeah, I got traded. Um, so our coach got fired. Our head coach got fired. And we Which got
0: is a... like every other Sunday, yeah. right? Yeah. It feels we got like.
1: A, we had a new head coach. Um, I can't think of his name, but we got a new head coach, and I just wasn't feeling, feeling the whatever, so I didn't show new up to mini camp. Kind of, huh? I didn't show up to mini camp, and I, <gasps> I made up some excuse. So then the next, so the it was mini camp. Then we have the draft, and then another mini camp. So mini camp I didn't show up. Then the draft comes, and they drafted two tight ends in the second round, the third round, which is oh, pretty high.
2: Which
0: was pretty much telling you
1: something. <clears throat> yeah, it was telling me something. So then, um. You know, I was getting a bunch of calls that first day. It was first, second, third round. They're like, oh, you know, what do you think about coming here? So I actually had a couple people, like, trying to reach out to me. Detroit, mm. um, a few other places. So then the fourth round comes, and um, Marty Schottenheimer calls me. And I was like, hello? And it was the 619 number. And he was telling me, hey, we did it, with Marty Schoenheimer, We just traded for you. Uh, I'm going to put you through to our people. Glad to have you. And then they call me and like, hey, when can you be down here? And I was in L.A. at the time. So I'm like. You're
0: like actually in two hours. Uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> uh,
1: I can drive down tomorrow if you want. And so I went out there and then that was it. Four years there. It was a great time.
0: Okay. I think I heard um, from my husband mm-hmm. who actually, uh Gray, that you had high, high accolades or, or, or comments about um, – Philip Rivers being with him on the team. Because, you know, a lot of there's a lot of mixed um, talk about yeah. him, right? But you, you actually had some praises. For oh, him. yeah.
1: I, I think he's amazing. You know, I know people like in the media kind of talk a lot about the way he talks trash to team other teams <laughs> and all that, which is, you know, everybody talks trash. It's right. just the quarterback's always mic'd up. So you hear it. But in the locker room, um, you know, just In the locker room, he's a funny guy, you know, because he's kind of from the south, you know. Uh,
0: so his sense of humor already,
1: yeah, he's from is the very south. country, it's very country. Um, I think he, I'm not, I don't remember how religious he was, he seemed pretty religious, but I know his wife that he's married with, mm. got like nine kids with, they've been together. He told me they were together since like sixth grade, seventh grade. Oh, so you know, he got that whole thing, but then you got. He's in a locker room with a bunch of dudes from everywhere. You right. we, we know, we're just bumping rap music in the mm-hmm. locker room all loud and everything. And then he comes in there and he he's walking around with his pants all high with his country <laughs> slang. He's he's rapping, he's singing rap music and everything else. Is he
0: really? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you remember what kind of his favorite artist was? Do you remember? <clears throat> what he would be rapping, just I whatever. Know. I just
1: remember like some of the songs that were out at the time, like um, you remember that Snoop and Akon song? Yes. I Wanna Love You. Yes.
2: He would sing he that. He would sing that. Like
1: we just be at practice in the huddle, and you just hear him like, "I wanna." <laughs> or uh, we had, yeah. I And I just looking at him like, "What the?"
0: <laughs> Did he sing it with an accent though? Because I like, oh, you know his God. little dialect. That yeah, would have been everything. It was <laughs>
1: hilarious. And then like uh, when they had, uh, I don't know if, if it's Webby or Boot. I don't know what, but it was I N D E P. He'd be walking through singing. He, I mean, she got her own car. She got <laughs> her own. I just feel like, what the hell, Philip?
0: <laughs> she got her own car. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he would be singing that. It was pretty hilarious, though. And it was just, I mean, he's a good guy. And then the thing about it that you really appreciate just at the quarterback position is just the way he prepared. Because, mm. you know, as an athlete, we always want to have fun and this and that. But, you know, we always want to win.
0: Yeah. Well, you still have to work, right?
1: Exactly. So, you know, I've had quarterbacks where, you know, they weren't the most uh, –
0: Passionate? Uh, attentive to okay. when it
1: came to film and all that stuff. Just kind of knowing the stuff. And I just like. But dude, he was. He oh, was there. He was, he was a real deal. You know, I. Did I, you
0: enjoy one team more than the other? Like being a part of the St. Louis Rams versus being a part of, um, you know, the, the Chargers?
1: Um, well, it was different. It was different because the, Char- the Rams team, excuse me, the Rams team was a veteran team. Mm-hmm. So you got like. Marshall Falk, you got Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, um, Orlando yeah, they kinda, Pace. they kind of knew what they were doing, right? <laughs> yeah, but you, you got, like, guys that I actually would watch when I was, right, before I was even up. in college, right? So I was more of, um, when I first got there, I was more in awe of the know.
0: caliber of athletes, Yeah, and better. I was
1: just kind of always so scared to like mess up because it was just like, man, like.
0: You've got shoes to fill. I'm in know? a huddle You're with Marshall not... Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to mess up,
1: you know what I mean? Because the, be <laughs> the last thing you want is like your childhood fucking Hero. heroes mm-hmm. yelling at you. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, I messed up. But when I got to San Diego, I was already a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually one of the older guys on the team at the time because it was a really young team. Um but I I went through living in St. Louis and now um, you're
0: kind of close to home.
1: It was close to home. I was I came from a winning pro, uh, team, and the way we prepared and it was just it was really they St. Louis worked us yeah. like as a team organization. We really worked hard. So when I got to San Diego, and I, they didn't work. Uh, the practices weren't the same.
0: It was a little so, more lax.
1: A little more lax, and then. Um, you know, I, the same, it was the same offense, so I didn't have to learn anything new. So I was just like, oh, I'm here chilling. <laughs> so, and I was an hour and a half from home or two hours from home. I was just like, this is the best thing ever. So I I learned a lot in St. Louis. I was actually able to enjoy it in San Diego. And then my year in Chicago, I was just.
0: At this point, you're just really yeah, chilling.
1: I was, I was literally like hanging out with R. Kelly at his house, chilling.
0: But what? It, you didn't see party. a lot of that stuff. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't see none of that, so I, I
0: you are like, I'm, I can't testify, I can't. Everybody, they look. I plead the fifth.
1: Yeah, it was, it was grown people there.
0: It looked like all consensual. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, no, nah, it was, uh, It was. I, I would say I had the more fun in San Diego because I was already a veteran and I was able to kind of be a little more comfortable with, you know, my career, know, knowing that, hey, I'm not going to get fired tomorrow. Whereas St. Louis, I was always like, damn, I'm about to get fired today. Oh. <laughs> you mess up, you're like, damn, they're going to fire me.
0: Which is a lot of pressure, but you kind of needed that to always be on your toes and yeah, to perform Yeah, but I mean, it,
1: it is what it is. Like, you know, I'm, we were getting paid a lot of money, so right. it came with the territory, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, I didn't have to Speaking deal with the with pressure. Speaking of how much
0: money again? No, I'm just <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor? Your Honor? No. <laughs>
0: He's like, you could buy some Skittles. I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So then after what made you then end your um, career with with Chargers, you went to the Bears.
1: Yeah. I uh, so I was a free agent. Okay. Um, and San Diego wanted me to come back, but just for a lot less. Mm. And I was kind of getting towards the end of my career.
0: And you and you knew, it and you're like, okay, I gotta get.
1: I gotta if, I, much can bang for my lick, buck. if I can get one more lick. If I get one more lick, and I'm gonna do it. So. The Bears offered some money and I was like, I'm going to Chicago.
0: Yes, actually.
1: So I went there. I had a lot of fun. that, that is a great city.
0: Chicago. Chicago's well the culture city. alone.
1: Oh yeah. It's it's a great city. The food's great. The people are great. The sports it's a sports town, so like they They die really hard. love their athletes. Oh yeah. And But like you uh, were only
0: you yeah. were only there for how long at, at at Chicago?
1: A year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think they knew I was having too much fun. <laughs> I was like, get him out of here. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I was, just, I was probably partying way too much out there.
0: Yeah, but you know, you yeah. kind of paid your dues. You're already not really thinking about.
1: Yeah, I was just chilling. Tomorrow,
0: you know. Yeah, for... and it
1: was cold as like.
0: Oh, they do tell like the winters in Chicago oh, are rough. Yeah.
1: And then we practice, we were practicing outside, so that made it even worse. I'm just like, why are we out here? <laughs> so I, I go, we finish practice, it'd be like negative eight, and then you just what? go, oh my God. Can't
0: feel any of your extremities at that point. So anything. then it's miserable. Go get
1: in the hot tub, warm up, get in the car, drive downtown, and just enjoy my night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, at, when did you start having a family? uh was that during did that happen during um well your I wouldn't
1: uh, I wouldn't call it a family I mean <laughs> I had kids I, but how do I put this <laughs> uh so I have a daughter mm-hmm. I had her my right before I went to Chicago I had a daughter um in when I was in San Diego and then when I got to Chicago I had a son okay and then I when I retired I had another son um probably about three years after I retired, or got cut, so.
0: How was that, though, like being a professional athlete and then becoming a dad?
1: Um, It's it's uh, it's uh a balancing act, you know what I mean? It's because part of you is still kind of in the limelight. You're still kind of, you know, out and about, and, you know, mm-hmm. people recognize you, women recognize you, and then at the same time, like, you got to be able to uh, – Kind of uh, keep a level head when you're around your kids, you know. Yeah. I mean? So you, you don't want them to grow up. Uh, um, you want them to grow up as it, I guess I don't even know if that's the word normal, but you want them to grow up just have a normal childhood. Yes. And uh, so you try to balance like your your nightlife or your whatever personal life
0: with your actual your family life. Yeah, with the
1: with family. Your, yeah. So it's kind of it is it's hard. I mean, I, I people who do it, I commend them. You know, a lot have fallen though.
0: Would you say that being a parent is harder than being an NFL player?
1: Um uh, I think it's the same. Yeah. I and they just
0: do different things obviously. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a commitment either way. Um I I think the father part is not easy. It's cuz it's fun. Mm. Um but just as an athlete, I think the part of being um like a, like for instance, a family. The father part is not the hard part. It's the husband or the boyfriend or husband part's mm. the hard part. Like it's really
0: a okay because you're you're dealing with another person mm-hmm. who's an adult as well. Mm-hmm. You know, kids obviously you can mold in your image and yeah. kind of guide them, but you already yeah. have a grown adult next to you. I can understand because marriage is definitely hard. I mean, yeah. I'm married and. It's a choice, I feel, mm-hmm. every single day to wake up and go, yeah, I'll renew this contract, you know? <laughs> and it's not, it, the
1: funny thing is like it's, uh, it's, I don't know, it, it it's so much, uh, especially like, well, I know a lot of younger people, but like social media now, you have access to see so much. Um, and was that
0: what was happening? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because
1: I kind of would, thankfully, you know, <laughs> Like there towards, wasn't so much yeah, of that Towards happening. the end of my career like it wasn't you know Facebook kind of had just got popular there was no Instagram Twitter had just started so I wasn't on any of it Right So my life was kind of still,
0: still private still, Yeah mm.
1: So you know I was able to kind of float around different cities and not be noticed you know what I mean but now you can't do anything. <laughs> Not like,
0: at all. You can't even sneeze weird and then get captured on camera with some like, crazy. Oh, You'll become a meme or, or a gif, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Or that, yeah. too. Okay, so then after the Bears, and you decide, like you said, you were um, trying out for other teams, but yeah. then kind of realize, okay, you're over it.
1: Yeah, I actually had, because I had messed my knee up, I had surgery on my knee, and um, so I didn't pass the physical the jets and then the 49ers i passed the physical but they were had concerns about my knee and like durability so they just decided not to sign me Mm. so i was getting tired of like the The pulling and and poking and flying i was just like you know what let me just stay home Mm -hmm. so at the time my kids were here um so i was just like stay here and do the dad thing the dad full thing. Di- full time. So.
0: Yeah. So you did that, and then you were also looking into still having football in your life by coaching. coaching. Correct. So correct. you went to your old high school and helped mm-hmm. out. I
1: did that as well. So I went to the high school, coached there for 10 years. We won nine city championships.
0: Holy cow.
1: So nine city championships. Do
0: you think your experience helped out a lot with the with the high school? Absolutely, A little bit, right? a little bit
1: yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't. But the head coach actually, he Was great. he built it from pretty much not i'm going to say scratch but he built it from like it was real low okay and he made it into like a national powerhouse like we were ranked in like the top 10 in the country wow yeah and, and you know we're just a public LA unified school in Harbor City you know what i mean so it was like just out of nowhere like what the hell are these yeah. dudes doing
0: <laughs> what are they doing to get noticed and, and and that's that's pretty incredible so then that gave you your foundation is coaching so much different than being a, a player
1: Oh, yeah. Well, especially for me, because, you know, a lot of times, like, I think things that I think are easy, the kids don't get. Yeah, And it's almost like one of those things. And one of my friends, actually the guy who used to train me when I was in that league, <clears throat> he was like, you can't teach kids because you can't think the kids are like you when you're trying to teach them. Mm. And, and not like, you know, it's not even that. It's just mentally, like, and I notice kids a lot today, like, I used to watch football. I watched basketball. Like, I always watched sports when I was little.
2: These but kids, these they ones. don't
1: watch. Like, they learn all their stuff from Madden, you know, or Xbox, you know what I mean, or PlayStation. Or they're
0: worried about their next TikTok.
1: Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, kids, I always tell them, like, oh, you know, did you see this? this? And they're like, oh, I don't watch football. I'm like.
0: But you're playing it. But you're it. <laughs> playing it. <laughs> maybe maybe kind of watch somebody who's doing it, yeah, too, might so, help you a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I'm like. It's, so it's kind of, from that aspect, it's kind of, uh, they don't have uh a football IQ. Mm. So when I'm teaching kids, I'm like literally having to teach them from like a lot of them.
0: Well, their baby IQ when it comes to the sport. And so exactly. then you're having to breastfeed them for say, and then having to see them, teach them how to walk. Exactly. And, and
1: it's, it, you know, a lot of them on. from the high school, you, you think once you're in high school, like you would have a better understanding. At but least
0: a better foundation than what they already exactly.
1: have. Exactly. So, you know, I'm just trying to teach them from there. Uh, but that's the biggest thing is just trying to, I can't like teach somebody how I would how I would have been taught because I felt like it's a different time, a different time, and I was a little more advanced as far as the football IQ was concerned, like X's and O's. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a it's a it gets frustrating at times, but you know, uh, the kids are progressing, and that's what it's all about. So, I try to remind myself like, hey, you know, you're not talking to other professional athletes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, that's the biggest thing. And You know, motivation is another thing that I'm kind of...
0: Finding is a little tough. They're not self-motivated.
1: Not as much. Or, you know, you yell at them, they kind of go in a little shell. And I'm just like, I was like, man, you can't be that uh, sensitive.
0: Well, okay, I'm pretty sure I know your answer to this. But do you believe in those sports when they're younger where everybody gets a
1: trophy and they don't even
0: count points? No. Isn't that bullshit? Mm
1: -hmm. Everybody should...
0: Should know that loss, yeah. but Should that's know the winning and losing,
1: and that's the thing with life. Like, you know, there's always a winner and a loser, always. always. I feel like
0: that's the generation we're dealing with right mm-hmm. now on top of it. So the uphill battle is even higher, mm-hmm. right? because you do have these um programs that are teaching our kids. and when they're so impressionable mm-hmm. at that age, and they're these little sponges, and they think that if they just show up, mm-hmm they'll get an award for it. Exactly. And that's, I feel like we're not equipping them with the right tools to actually live life. (laughs) They're going to fall flat on their face and expect somebody to bring them a trophy. Exactly. (laughs) That's
1: the thing. Like now you got those kids who got the participation trophies. Now they're applying for jobs and they're not getting it and now it's... And then they're
0: wondering what, like wait what no, I don't get a consolation like, job <laughs> Well
1: let me you know what I didn't get this job. I'm going to go on Twitter and say how much I hate this and that and we nobody should do this anymore because this and that and this and that. I'm like but it, it's not even that. You just didn't get picked for the job. Right. Somebody else did and they're fine. Yes. But you know, it's it's that instant kind of like gratification like Amen. You know, it's a it's a different uh, generation but
0: So how are you I mean, you have your own kids mm-hmm. and having to mold them into not having that mentality, which is so hard right now, because it's all around us, exactly. right? how How do you think, as a parent, you're helping kind of prepare them for
2: that?
1: Um, just yell and, <laughs> and hit them. I guess. <laughs> I mean, the same things that prepare me get yelled right. at, get slapped in the side of the head, and, you know, okay, I'm all better now.
2: All right, right.
1: Yeah, it um, it's it's a little different, you know, because. Well, for me personally, like, I'm big. I'm a big guy. So
0: you're a bit intimidating to start with.
1: Yeah, so I yell, and they kind of listen, but then sometimes they don't. And you want to just hit them, but then I'm like, ah, I can't just be beating on my kids. <laughs> so I try not to – I kind of give a little soft tap. Um, like
0: a warning, a little warning tap.
1: Yeah, just a little – pun- like it. A little soft punch to the gut, <laughs> you know, <laughs> before I connect with the chin. Right. I just, uh,
2: <laughs> that
1: usually stops them. But, you know, it's, it's. I try to, like uh, – talk to them explain things and then if that doesn't get through then, yeah, then you know then you whoop 'em.
0: yeah that sounds about right yeah. I, i'm trying to work on the talking to them part you know <laughs> feel like if i scare the shit out of them now i think they'll be okay. oh that's
1: exactly that. what it is that's the thing like and maybe you know how we were kids like oh
0: yes do i
1: ever. everybody feels like and especially a lot of the young kids like they have a voice and i'm like yeah, you do have a voice, just not in the house Right. when I'm talking or when I'm telling you to do something. You, yes. you don't have a voice. But outside in class, no, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. By all means, exercise those rights. Yeah, but in, in the house? You none. have none. You have none.
1: If I tell you do something, do it. If you don't, I'm going to throw a shoe at you. <laughs>
0: I just have so much more understanding and I think respect for my parents mm-hmm. because I, mean, I only have two and how they juggled mm-hmm. all of us. And we all turned out okay. I mean, I have a weird twitch every now and then, but <laughs> besides that, I feel like they did something right. You uh, know, yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And, and and so I think this generation also is just a little bit more sensitive.
1: They're sensitive, soft. Uh, I, I feel like
0: they're a little soft, a little more soft than.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's a little a, gushy, it's a, little fluffy. It's no, two <laughs> things. I feel like it is a little. They are a little softer, and but at the same time, I feel like parents aren't as...
0: Um, aren't as... Uh, like, preparing them as much either. Plus or are I, there, are, I feel I, like the parents are even more scared to even parent.
1: No, nah, I, I think it's more of a... Because I always felt like like back when we lived growing up in Carson whatever, like, if we would go... We lived over by Scott Park. If we'd go do something bad at the park, like, whoever worked at the park would yell at us and mm-hmm. tell us something. Then they'd call my mom.
0: Like, it truly took a village to raise exactly. a
1: child. But now... If I go to the park
0: and somebody even and
1: yells at me, then my mom's, went, then now the people, nowadays the mom goes up there and then yells at the person for yelling at me. When, and so
0: then there's that contradiction of they t- kind of forgot about yeah. the first problem, which was you shouldn't have been doing the shit you were doing. Exactly. <laughs> now with. it's
1: like, you know, so now you have parents telling kids, oh, don't let them tell you this, don't let them tell you that. But then it's like, well, they were right though. Yes. So, I, so I think not only are kids, you know, a little softer, I guess, but But they're I think, also
0: very smart. I think we don't, we tend to forget that children are very smart. Yeah. And so they know how to work the system. Oh, right? I know. Right. Like,
1: I know my kids, like, <laughs> it's stuff that they do around their mom that they won't do with me and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they know how to work it where they're like, oh, dad's here. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, mom's here. Oh, we can do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know. If you have the two people, at the heads not not talking or not communicating, then they know like oh we're getting. They away can with work,
0: it. yeah, one so or the other, and treat things. you guys differently. Now, how does that with coaching though? Because now you're you're kind of a parent to yeah. all these kids.
1: Um, it's a little. But like I said, like so.
0: The IQ is a little, yeah, football IQ is a yeah. little less.
1: But like so, for instance, the other day, this is an example. I we I went kind of hard on the kids one day. We were hitting a lot. I was yelling. Everybody screaming. Yelling. it was it was pretty chaotic. But it was it was a good thing, because they needed it. So on the way home from practice, I get a text from a parent says, Hey, my son didn't have a good day. Um, you know, we got to keep these boys together. Yada yada yada. But I'm just like, and I wanted to, and I, I was like, Yeah, you know, you're right. I'm I went really hard. I want to really set the 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 tempo and what I want and expect. But at the same time, I'm just thinking, like, I didn't do nothing but yell.
0: Right. You didn't
1: even. I, I literally didn't do nothing but yell at him. And he went home and told his mom. And she said something to me. And I'm just thinking, like, my mom never mm-hmm. said anything to a coach. like, But then I never went home and told her, like, the coach yelled at me. I was just like. Right. I was like, oh, I had a rough day or I didn't have a rough day. Like, it was. I don't know.
0: In in, in a sense, though, I, I do love that they do, I guess, talk to their parents, right? Yeah. Because I feel like for us, me, especially not only being black, but also one, yeah. that line of communication is never open. <laughs> Shut <you know>? up.
1: <laughs> Shut up and they slap me like, right. Well.
0: You're like, what? <laughs> I mean, I know my parents always talk to my teachers. If any of us were out of line, please feel free to whoop their ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so that wasn't a safe
2: mm-hmm. haven
0: for us to go tell mom, oh, yep. you know, I had a hard day there. Probably called me a pussy, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just. But I, in a sense, I do admire that about this generation too. Is that that line of communication between yeah. your parent and 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 then us as well. So there's a lot of things that I want to continue um, with how my parents parented me, but there's also some things I want to improve on. Yeah. I e I would love for my <laughs> for my kids to be able to come to me. Yeah. Well, to I, be that's able the thing. Like to I try me, to,
1: right? I try to be aware of it. so I always ask my kids, Hey, how's your day? Are you all right? anything bothering you, you know, them types of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was like, don't be a snitch though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, don't go until, you know, if I hit you, don't go home to school and tell everybody I hit you. Just come home. And right.
0: Suck it up. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, suck it up. And, and, and be prepared to be hit again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's so awesome. Okay, so now what's the next step? Well, I, I would like to know, and I'm sure um, a lot of the youth, too, mm-hmm. um, who look just like you, right? Mm-hmm. What is it that you would have done differently if, if you had a, a chance or a choice? Like I remember you saying there's some things that you probably would have gone back and kind of switched up or um, knowing what you know now, what you could apply then.
1: Uh... Sheesh,
0: you lot. have more kids? No (laughs) I mean I I don't know.
1: Not that you love yeah, you love Um I think the biggest thing would be uh well as a as high school player, as if I'm in high school, I would do uh participate more in other activities. uh other activities? activities? Yeah.
0: But not just athletics, like other Not
1: athletics, (laughs) uh student council, um Nice. You know, debate club, anything. Just Theater. participate in more stuff. Whatever. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. I would do that. So
0: you'd want to be more rounded, more well-rounded in high school.
1: Yeah. Okay. It, and not just just because it's not just participating in those activities, but just getting to know more people outside of your immediate circle. Mm. You know, because I always get that a lot. Uh, I'll be out and about. And people know I went to Narbonne in the area. So I'll see somebody and I'm like, oh, I went to Narbonne when you were there. And I don't necessarily remember them. And I'm like, dang, I wonder... Like, this this is, this is a true story. The girl I sat next to at my high school graduation, I had never seen her in the three years I was there. Oh, my god! Never. And I was like, dang, I wonder how I never met this girl. And, I, of course, I don't know everybody in the school, right. but it's just one of those things. So I always, like, wish I was more well-rounded to meet people outside of football and, you know, girls I was trying to talk to. You <laughs> know what I mean? So that was high school. College, um, I would... Um, work harder. Actually, I would work. I, I didn't really work that hard in, in college.
0: Well, I mean, just from what you said, I, that's amazing that you made it to the NFL when it wasn't even a goal of yours. Mm. So that's pretty incredible yeah. to reach the highest level of that sport, and yet, kind of, you know, just yeah, uh, you must have worked hard somewhat no, to be. I, able I was to...
1: always on time. I was always at the events. That I mean, at the stuff I was supposed to be at, but like. In the weight room, I wasn't really a hard worker in the weight room. Um, I didn't really take care of myself f- physically like I should have. Like I said, I was always up and out and just out and about. And, you know, now that I know how my body feels now, I wish I'd have been like I would have took care better care of my body yes. back then. Mm. Maybe my knees and back wouldn't be so, you know, all that stuff.
0: Taking um, you a little bit to yeah step down from the bed. <laughs> Or get onto the bed. Ba-
1: that, that morning walk to the bathroom ooh, was like, ooh. I was like, you know what? I'm about to just pee on the floor. Right. <laughs> I, don't I was like, I'm
0: it. about to invest into pens
1: right yeah, now. <laughs> you, this, you got that pen, the little bottle I use? Yes. I'm just the bottle. Uh,
0: okay, so that's in college. You would have worked harder. And then in your career, in your NFL uh,
1: career? NFL career? I don't know. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have just, I mean, I guess the biggest hurdle I had there was just uh, I would have kept it in my pants, basically. Mm-hmm. That was probably the biggest thing, you know.
0: Yeah, and focus. I mean, well, comes with it, right? That's right. It
1: comes with it, and that's the thing. Like, you got to be mentally prepared. And I was prepared, I guess, because I'm coming from L.A., so it's like, right? you know, growing up here, you it's a lot of, Pretty women. I mean, so many people here. So I was kind of always prepared. I just, you know, it's like having a superpower, but you're like, do I use it for good or evil? And I was like, oh, evil. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. I, you're
0: like, I can justify it later. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey. So, yeah, it was one of those things. Like, I would probably change that a little bit and just kind of uh, slow it down.
0: Okay. And then um, lastly, what, what would you tell? The, the youngins now, especially, well, especially kids who are exactly like you because there's so many mixed mm-hmm. um, uh, ethnicities now, you know, especially yeah, the black yeah. and Samoan or black and Polynesian. Yep.
1: Um, the biggest thing I tell kids now, like, and, you know, I, I find this with a lot of athletes, not all but a lot, is it's not uncool to be smart, you know what I mean? And that was kind of a thing, like, growing up back in the day. Remember back in the day, you had those kids who was trying to, like, be smart, but then they were trying to be in the gang, and they like, be lying about the report card just to fit in with their friends?
0: Yes, when they were undercover nerds. But Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you got, I was like... Or not
0: make nerds such a bad word. It's, yeah, it's, it's cool like, to be a nerd. It's
1: okay to be smart. Like, it's, cool. it, it's it's actually a good thing to be smart. Like, you don't want to be a dumb person just in general. Like, you always want to be... Able to take care of your finances, right? You always want to be able to control, like your next move. But you know, if you're an uneducated person, um, you're always kind of at, ba- at the at the. You know, it's always somebody that's going to be ahead of you, kind of telling you what to do, as opposed to being able to to create your own path. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, I feel like educating yourself, like how we're now. You know what I mean? Educating yourself. You find out what it takes, and then you kind of just attack that path. You know what I mean? And you don't have to have a boss or somebody tell you, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. Figure it out yourself. You know what I mean? That's the thing about now with social media and all these things, and especially with the pandemic and a lot of people starting the online businesses and just podcasts and things like that. You know, be your own boss. You know what I mean? It's okay to go work. I mean, everybody. some people need a nine-to-five, but at some point, educate yourself to to, um, do it yourself. You I know. think a
0: lot of the time we don't realize what we truly are capable of, exactly. right? Because we don't give ourselves that opportunity or even that chance. Mm-hmm. Um, we play it safe too much. Yeah. Of Cause the time. a lot of
1: people that, you know, they act out of fear.
0: Yeah. And then on top of it, we already come from um, cultures and ethnicities that are in a sense, really sheltered and yeah. we, and we're already pigeonholed in what we're supposed to do. Exactly. And so the, 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 the dice is kind of stacked up against us exactly. already, but now knowing um, what we know now, yeah, it, it's nice to hear that. Like, you thing, can be like, your own person. Yeah, and, and I you really like, can.
1: Yeah, because you know, if we knew what we knew now, we would have did it earlier. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we would have did a lot of things earlier. You know, and that's for me personally. Like, you know, I would have gotten to coaching at a more serious level earlier in my after my in my retirement because you really now. do
0: enjoy coaching.
1: I do, but I was just kind of the first five six years I was just kind of coasting because you know I really didn't have any other thing going on I was like oh it kind of keeps me busy you know what I mean but now like I'm getting serious about it I was like I should do this years ago you know what I mean but
0: but maybe you weren't meant to yeah. you know yeah. maybe this is the time where you are because you are serious about it now. Yeah. And, yeah. and like well, you said the, your mentality didn't know you were coasting, you know? Yeah, no, I was kind of just cruising <laughs> through
1: life. Like, you know, but, and, and the, another thing, I, you know, I always tell kids is a lot of young, well, not kids, but just young adults is just don't be afraid to fail. You know, that's the biggest thing. A lot of people, they're so scared to fail, 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 and especially at a young age. I'm like, you know, if you're 40, in your mid 40s, I'm 41.
0: I know happy um, late birthday. Yeah, it was in late, January, January, but then you had a, a birthday in 2020 before the world ended, I so did. that was pretty cool. I got, an, I got 4-0. my 40th <laughs> then.
1: Before <laughs> <laughs> I actually have pictures of. So.
0: Yay! Okay, so, that's good. Yeah, so but be, I, don't know, be afraid to fail.
1: Don't be afraid to fail. You know what I mean? Because that's really the only way you're gonna learn anyway is off your mistakes. So you know. I, I
0: think I think a lot. Um, you know that 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 um, phrase youth is wasted on the young. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that, because for me, um, we were allowed to fail so much, right? And I wouldn't take that, pardon me, I wouldn't take that back. Like That part of my youth, that fearlessness, And and, because I remember growing up and I'm like, man, I feel more fear now, especially after being a parent, after experiencing so much and wondering how the hell I survived a lot of nights doing (laughs) a lot of debauchery things. You know what I mean? So I I don't I don't necessarily think um, that youth is is wasted on the young. I, I feel like like you said. That's your opportunity to really fail, yeah, and stand back up. That's your true testament of who oh, you're yeah. supposed to be that's or who you're going you're, to be. When
1: you're young, do it because you know you get to forties, fifties, and you don't want to. fail. And your
0: knees hurt, and your back hurts. Yeah, because you like,
1: <laughs> okay, I failed, but like, damn, like, okay, now my kids are suffering because of me failing. But if you don't have no kids or anything, like, have at it, yeah. try everything. Yeah, you know. So that's just my biggest thing. Don't be afraid to fail. Always go out there, and chase your dreams, and and you know find your passion. You know what I mean? It's hard cuz you a lot of kids don't know, just don't have that direction.
0: And it's okay to change your mind.
1: Oh yeah. Right? Like yeah. you
0: said part of failing and part of living is that you're trying all these new things so you can really kind of find where that passion is. Exactly. You might not just it might not just come to you. And mm-hmm. You might have to work at it and that's okay <laughs> to try all those things out. Definitely. Wow, man, Coach Brandon Manumaleuna. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Coach Brandon. They they can't. The kids haven't. They don't know my last name yet, so I just like. I
0: can't wait until that comes out on a video, you know, for the coach of uh, losing. <laughs> like, hey, can you pronounce his last name? We just call him Coach Brandon. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, I don't even. You know, what's funny is I stopped correcting people like years ago. They uh. I've heard so many versions of my name. I just was like yeah, I was like, yeah, that's how you say it.
0: Almost to the point where you believe it, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. Everybody. You're messing I, up your did own Did I say it right? I was like, yeah, yeah, that was right. I don't even correct people anymore. i was like,
0: yeah. Yeah, just, you know, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> They're
1: like, mom. Like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which cool. is kind of cool because if you ever, you know, get questioned by police or I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> that's the wrong name. <laughs> I
1: know. No, my name's Junior. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank you again, Brandon. Really appreciate you being here on Everyone Loves Lulu. It's me, your girl, Miss Lulu. Another episode in the books. A birthday episode for me. I can't believe it. I'm getting closer (laughs) to B over here. I only pray that I get to record my 40th whenever that happens. Look at the bright side. You'll
1: never catch me. Yeah.
0: True that. That's something I don't mind not catching (laughs) you on. Um, Every Wednesday on islandblocknetwork.com. That's islandblocknetwork.com where we see, hear, and speak love.